Hello and welcome back to the Operation GamePod podcast. My name is Tomox and thank you so much for coming back for episode 2. The reaction and feedback that you've given us for the first episode has been amazing. Thank you. If you haven't heard the first episode yet, I strongly suggest you give it a listen. But for now, we have a brand new guest and most importantly, brand new games to put into our pod. So sit back, listen and enjoy. Welcome everybody to the second episode of the Operation GamePod podcast. Now in the future there's going to be the ultimate gaming console which can play any game from any console that's ever been created. Each podcast I invite guests to pick some of their favourite games from different categories that they've played over the years to put into a time capsule or pod that we bury under the ground to preserve for the gamers of the future. Now our guest today is a YouTube content creator he doesn't post your usual run-of-the-mill content. He adds a bit of comedy and some personal humiliation too. His early series included backpacking around Europe and Make America Great Again, but he really, really burst onto the scene with his fantastic Football Manager 2019 series, Mission Michelover, where he took small Derbyshire club Michelover Sports all the way up to the Premier League. He made many friends along the way, but nothing got near to the bromance that was born between him and his star striker, Nathan Jarman. This loving spawned a real-life meeting, a t-shirt and even a hashtag. More recently he has found success with some tongue-in-cheek tutorials and trying uh, and trying to better managers at real life clubs. He is also the 2019 winner of the five star potential podcast newcomer of the year award and finally make sure to keep your eyes peeled on the cover of Football Manager 20 as his little face might just be on there. And on the back streets and back alleys of Derby, he is known as the Plus Size Prince, but we know him as JC. So welcome to the podcast, my friend. Thank you very much. What what an introduction. Uh, well, it, it took me days to write, I'll be honest. <laughs> wow. Um, <laughs> incredible. And can I just what? add, also, Nathan Jarman's coin on my stag do as well. I just want to point that out. Now. Is he really? That's, uh, that's <laughs> the, 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 the bromance is real, that's the thing. So yeah, thank you so much for joining us on this podcast and coming on. No, thanks for having me, mate. I'm really looking forward to uh, actually discussing something other than football manager for once. <laughs> it's going to be good. It's going to be good. Uh, so, tell me about kind of your gaming history. What 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 have you played in the past? You know, first consoles, things like that. Um, yeah. So, I obviously growing up, I had an older sister, so gaming wasn't really introduced to me properly until we start going around my cousin's house, um, and they gave me their Sega Mega Drive. Um, I had a PS1, which then obviously got replaced with the 2, and then the 3, and then finally the 4. Um, but yeah, I just remember playing this, like, what, WWF, WCW wrestling games. Oh, those are um, good ones, I remember those. When, was that on like, N64 or PlayStation? Or? No, I never really had the N64. I'm not, never really, I didn't have anything Nintendo. I had a Game Boy Colour. Mm-hmm. Um, that was one of the first. That I spent so much time on that. Um, yeah. But then that is Nintendo into Game Boy. Yes, 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 yeah. And then I don't think I had anything else Nintendo until the Wii came out. 
Oh wow! Um, so yeah, I'm, I really am like novice to gaming. Um, <laughs> it was only when we went to uh, Insomnia this year that I realised mm-hmm. how much there is gaming and how much people love it. You don't realise like I never. I can understand people supporting a football team and be diehard football fans, but I didn't realise people were like that with gaming. <laughs> yeah, people are with consoles. I mean, I think the the thing about gaming probably in the last five, ten years, along with kind of the rise of esports and things like that, is that gaming has gone from being something that sweaty spot, uh, you know, sweaty and spotty teenagers did, you know, in in their bedrooms, to being you know big business and all that stuff. And it's 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 just brilliant. It's just booming. Yeah, um, to a point of like obviously the I don't know if you watched the film. Is it Let's Be Cops? I haven't. I haven't seen that. Oh, brilliant game! It's about um, a video game designer. Yes, that uh, sells his cop game to the company, and they basically they say no, it's crap idea. Um, it's not got enough zombies in it, and it's not <laughs> got enough firefighters in it who are cooler than police officers. Um, but during his um, obviously during his what's the word his presentation to the company he's dressed as a police officer and he walks around the streets and people think he actually is a police officer so he decides to become one Um, (laughs) awesome so yeah but I think that's the thing gaming's come like become so big um, yes now like you say that it's hard to ignore it like the other day I turned on Sky Sports and on Sky Sports 1 which was always like the big where they put all the big games yeah the prime channel wasn't it yeah I was expecting to watch the cricket on there but the FIFA E World Cup was on yes I saw a bit of that um, was was cropping up on social media this week it's it's just gone crazy isn't it oh it's mad I love it though it's good it's great so what um, what console have you got in the moment or what are you playing at the moment I know obviously from your uh, YouTube content you're doing a lot of Football Manager that's your kind of current thing on there so are you playing anything else outside of that um not really it, it i love creating content for youtube but it, it has taken a massive hit on me uh gaming side of things yes um but i i can't argue with it i love it like i spent five hours doing stuff which you shouldn't really like doing five hours of uh, telling the story of adam and eve which is coming up in one of my videos soon um looking forward to that one <laughs> well <laughs> Um, children of god please don't watch that video um but yeah it will be fine (laughs) i have got my playstation 4 like and i play fifa 19 mainly on there Um, and it's just basically when my videos are like editing or rendering or something like that when it's going to take a while it's just something that i'm not going back to full manager and getting bored with because that's the only problem with obviously creating content on games if you get bored of it like it is difficult. It is difficult to show that passion to push forward with it when you're not feeling the love. Yeah, exactly. And I think the difference between YouTube and streaming, like streaming, like for example, you do your Retro Tuesdays, yes. um, Twitch TV slash Mr Tom Oxoto. Plugs will be later. It's all good. You're welcome. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like you do that, and it's something different. It's not FM all the time. Where with mm. YouTube, if I just randomly stop my series and then threw in their two point hospital or whatever it's called yes people go well why are you doing that 
We're, yeah, I know. P- people all, uh, all moan for you not doing what you should be doing it in some ways. Yeah, and that's not me hating on people that watch me stuff, um, just to clarify. <laughs> but if you do dislike my videos, I do hate you. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> there's too many of them now. But um, yeah, it's more to do with, like, I just spend time creating content and I, I love doing it and I can't argue with that, really. Fantastic. Well, there we go. Brilliant. So... In this podcast, we're going to cover four different categories of games that JC's going to put into our time capsule for games of the future. They are the, his first gaming love, favourite video game character, best multiplayer game, and JC's all-time favourite game. So, are you ready to get down to business and go through these games? I am as ready as I'll ever be. Perfect. Okay, so let's dive right in. So, first up then, tell me about your first gaming love. My first game in love was LMA Manager 2003. Wow, that is going back. So was that on PS2, PS1, something uh, like that? Yeah, PS2 that was. Fantastic. Um, so tell me, tell me, what, what did you love about that game? Well, I growing up I hated football. Um, really? Yeah, really hated football. Um, from My dad used to take us back in when it was the baseball ground at Pride... Derby to Pride Park and stuff. Yes, yes, the old ground, yeah. And I just hated it. Like it was boring. There was nothing to it. But I loved wrestling. Um, and I remember, like some of the games I got were dead good, like WCW Mayhem and all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. They were all on the PlayStation One. They were dead good. But I never like spent much time with it. I just watched like the wrestling, in, like real life on the telly and stuff. Yes. But yes. then um, the 2002 World Cup happened. Uh, mm-hmm. And I completely fell in love with football from there. Oh wow, fantastic! And I had a VHS video of the top goals of the 2002 World Cup, and to this day, I can still remember ridiculous score lines and ridiculous goal scorers um, because of that World Cup. <laughs> Was that and, the one in South Korea? Was yeah. That one? So um, yeah, Ronaldo with his. Um, with his weird haircut, with the yeah, the little kind of final two 0 Yeah, brilliant! What a time to fall in love with it as well. Yeah, World Cup. and then obviously after then, um, I wanted to play a game, and mm-hmm. the cheapest one at the time was LOA Manager two thousand and three, because uh, it wasn't a proper, it was a proper game, but compared to like FIFA and This Is Football and stuff yep. like that. It was a lot cheaper, so I remember my mum buying it, mate, and I just absolutely fell in love with it. There we go. It is, I mean, I remember I played uh, Championship Manager from probably mm, late 90s, I'd say. Mid to late 90s. Hang on, where did I get? Yeah, so like, early secondary school for me, because I went to secondary school in 97. So, uh, <laughs> late 90s. I know I'm older than you, shush. Um, I, was, I was four in 97. Yeah. Yeah, it's all good. Um, yeah, so I went to school, to school then, and that's really when I think it was about year eight, year nine, when I really got into football. I, I never really was into it when I was younger. I played a little bit of it, but didn't follow it. But then friends took me to my first Oxford game, and it just took off from there, which was great. Yeah. We used to play a bit of Championship Manager back then. And then remember when we got our first console in the house, which was N64, then we moved on, and my brother got a PS1. And we bought an LMA Manager for that, and we used to take that with us on holiday. And just used to rinse it. It was just so good. And one of the little things I used to love about that that you didn't have on Football Manager was the ability to to design your own stadium. Oh, that was I it. loved that. And I absolutely loved it. The early days of I I always and I remember that to this day. If you wanted unlimited money for your team, yep. you ta- you went to the cheat code bit and you put in LMA Manager two thousand and three A, 
and um, it Cryptic automatically rewards. gave you uh, five hundred billion pounds. Yeah, so you, you could, could buy... just build the most fantastic <laughs> stadiums. It was oh, a stand at a time. It was it, oh it was yeah, fantastic. And I remember, like, I, I think I did a save with Crew, and obviously Crew Stadium mm-hmm. in real life has got very three small stands and one massive one. Yes, but I just kept building the bigger one. So it had like one side of the stadium was like the Wembley, and then the other three sides was like Michelover Sports. It was dead small, <laughs> fit about Fantastic. ten people in. And I remember me, <laughs> I think it was I, I had a forty thousand seater stadium, and there was three thousand in one stand, three thousand other, three thousand another, and then like four uh, thirty one thousand <laughs> in the the big stand. Fantastic, amazing. That was that was one. Yeah, that that was that was one of the pulls for me. So, tell me about um, one of your favourite saves. One of you know your most memorable save from LMA manager. Always remember it, Everton. Uh, Started with Everton. Brilliant. Uh, It was the days where I actually because I'd never really had a football team, um, and with my mum's job, we always used to get tickets to random games. I think that's why I've got my love for like non-league football and stuff. Yeah. Um, because I was just travelling around to different matches. So, um, I think my first ever game, other than obviously like derby matches, was Everton versus Leicester. And mm. there was like Thomas Radzinski and Marcus Ben, Alan Stubbs. And I remember just going home and being them. And yeah. I absolutely loved it. Signing players like Matteo Kesman, Damien Duff, Yaquin. Wow. Um, Brilliant. And that was all the good thing compared to football manager. You always had a fantastic youth intake. Yes, um, you did. Oh, I remember that as well. Yeah, youth intakes were ridiculous, weren't they? Yeah, and you could obviously use cheat codes and stuff like that. And yeah. back in the day, where I didn't really care if I used cheat codes or not, but yeah, it was all fun. Excellent, fantastic, and so kind of what age did you pick that? Two thousand three. So that would have made you what about twelve, thirteen, something along those lines. Um, well, obviously, when you were at school, maths wasn't one of your strongest subjects. So I was about ten no. at the time. So uh, that was close. <laughs> uh, oh, I hate podcasts. I always come across like a right arrogant. Oh. <laughs> it's fine. You're fine. But no, that sounds that sounds great. I mean, that's brought back a memory for me. I hadn't thought about that game for ages. It's a shame they discontinued it. Probably what. 20, 2010 was it around twenty two thousand nine? I think they they haven't I haven't seen one recently anyway. Yeah, well, it's just it's the game managerial games don't really work on a console now. No, they don't. It wasn't in their favour. No, football manager was such a big thing, and it still is yeah. such a big thing. Like even these tinier games that are coming out now, you've got your top eleven and soccer manager and stuff. Nothing will ever get to this. Even FIFA tried it, didn't they? They tried a FIFA manager. Yeah, it was a FIFA manager for a while. Yeah, I remember that had a whole stadium building thing. That's all I really care about, apparently, a stadium building, which I wonder yeah. why I play FM, to be honest. But there you uh, go. And now you work in IT. I thought you'd be an architect with that, which you, you were worried about. No, no, not to, not for this not for this life, anyway. <laughs> Brilliant. So your first game with that, then, LMA Manager 2003. So next up, then, let, tell me about your favourite video game character. Um, well, this is. I don't think anyone ever will come up with this answer. Um, <laughs> and you, when I text it over to you, you burst out laughing. I did. I did. I was taken aback to say the very least. Well, it's a bit of a me, left field one. I love it. Before I say, I'll I'll explain like the concept behind it, and then I'll say who it is. Yeah. 
So me and I've always had two very good mates all the way growing up. We were just the three of us, and whatever we did, we'd always choose different things. To the point of today, we've uh, we've downloaded that Wizard Unite uh, game, uh, the Harry oh, Potter yeah, Pokemon yes, Go yes, kind yes. of thing. Uh, and all three of us have chosen different things. So one of us is a magic zoologist, one of us is an aura, one of us is a professor, just mm-hmm. so that if we have to go out and battle somewhere, we can all have different things. And yep. we, can, we can keep conversations different because we've all covered different styles of it. Yep, perfect. And that started back with Pokemon. Amazing, but I because mean, I was always the cheap one and never got the game until I run like two months after everyone else. Um, like the first person to get it, oh right, I'm choosing uh, Charmander. The natural first choice of the first three. Then okay, you chose Charmander. I'm going to go with um, Squirtle. Yep. Oh, oh, I see. So you got left with the dregs at the end from the from the first three characters. Yeah. But I fell in love with them. So my favourite character of a video game of all time is Bulbasaur. Bulbasaur, fantastic. Uh, so, so is that is that because he was he was just left yours and you fe- you took pity on him or? Yeah, but the the, <laughs> the same thing is what I've always said is it actually felt like I was playing the story because in the real life story when Ash went down to the Pokemon Center, only Pikachu was left. Yes, that well, that was that they bought that through with Pokemon Yellow, didn't they? I think. Yes. Um, okay, you've only there's only this one left over. Da, 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 da. Yeah. But I always chose Bulbasaur. Amazing. Um, I mean, make uh, the, the wonderful thing at the start of Pokemon is it kind of uh, the which one one you choose it kind of aids you going forward through certain gyms. Yeah. I seem to remember because uh, the Rock Gym's early doors. And Water Pokemon are good against Rock Pokemon, so Squirtle's obviously a natural choice to try and get through that one. Um, but yeah, Bulbasaur, Bulbasaur, what a choice! And was it? Was, did you also fall in love with his uh, evolved forms, or was he always Bulbasaur? Oh no, um, we'd have Bulbasaur. Then we'd have was it Ivysaur? I think. I think I, so. Yeah. I can't remember what order it goes in, and then. And then Venusaur was the other one. Venusaur. I was going to say Megasaur, but it wasn't Megasaur. <laughs> That's a dirty joke which we can't say on this podcast. So Probably, um, yeah, we'll try and keep it clean. At least I, try. I, I try. I'm trying so hard right now. <laughs> Because so Bulbasaur, other... Bulbasaur had a nickname from my friends, but we're not going to go into that because it contains a swear word. Okay, so... we'll, we'll try and keep it clean, but I can, I'm can i sure the imaginative <laughs> listeners can figure that out. Uh, so were there any other Pokemon kind of that you'd, you'd, despite their maybe lacking statistics, would always have in your, your front six? Weedle. I mean, I know, I know, Weedle. <laughs> Weedle of all Pokemon. Weedle, because Weedle was the first Pokemon I caught. Oh, was he really? Oh, fantastic. Always remember it in order. I went Weedle, Caterpie. Nice. Spear, not Spearow, Pidgey. Love a Pidgey. And Rattata. I mean, they're kind of the ones you catch early, if I remember rightly. Yeah, and I um, just remember I had them for ages. Because, funnily enough, with I bought... Every, I, well, I say I bought, me mum and dad did. Every Pokemon game that was going. 
mm-hmm. um, and I've never completed one of them. Have you not completed it? Oh wow! I got, I think I got as far as the final four, but never never beat them. I didn't even know there was a final four because uh, <laughs> it always got to the same section, and it used to really annoy me because I'd always forget about it. You'd go all the way through, and then you have to chop a stone down. Yes, and you have to get that from the second city, and yes. we were in the ninth city. So I'd have to walk all the way back to the second just to pick it up to go to the tenth. So I'm not I'm not bothering with that. <laughs> you just gave up on a stubborn, stubborn stance. And I'd always forget about it. Like I play a new game. Like yes, here we go. It's Pokemon Silver. It's going to be different this time. Ash oh, no, needs to, or whatever the character I gave it. I used to give them dirty names. Which I not? bet you did. Um, let's go with Graham. Needs to cut down <laughs> this rock, Graham. or move this rock, or even move the. Uh, What's that lazy Pokemon called? Snorlax. Snorlax. Oh, uh, Graham needs to move Snorlax. I'm like, I forgot the thing. <laughs> Can Graham not just well, like crawl over Snorlax or like climb over the rock? <laughs> so you never completed it. I mean, have you ever thought about picking up a Game Boy Color again and going back to and beat it or getting an emulator going? Not. That, uh, <sighs> well, they're alone, they're fine. I'm not too bothered to be honest. Not with bothered. You. Not no. bothered. Leave it there. Fair yeah, enough. I think I think that's the thing. If I, because I've got quite. If I got addicted to that, there'd be no no content. Uh, yeah, the true, true. It is. It is an all all encompassing game, isn't it? All and kind I, th- of, I am that consuming. kind of person. I am an all or nothing. So I will spend yes. all my time on Football Manager and a little bit elsewhere. Yes. Or I'll spend my full weekend playing FIFA and I won't touch Football Manager with the barge pole. Oh, there you go. You see, perfect. Okay, so fantastic. Bulbasaur, then your favourite. Character, at least your favorite Pokemon character. I love it. Uh, that is such a left field answer. I don't think anyone else is going to give us anything. And people are like, "Oh, my favorite is Link," or "My favorite is the guy from Assassin's Creed." No one's gonna, ever going to say Bulbasaur. If anyone says another Pokemon ever, I'll be surprised. I will be honest. I nearly said Donkey Kong. To be fair, said, oh, that's a good one as well. Forgot about those games. Yeah. Wow. So, the, when you sit down, because like, that was the thing when you text me saying your favorite character, mm. I sat there thinking. I'm just going to have to come up with a footballer because that's all I ever played. And then I started thinking about it. I was like, no. Nathan, I was, I was surprised you didn't put Nathan Jarman down. I will be honest. <laughs> well, I'm not going to get any endorsements from him. So uh, I can't advertise him on here as well. <laughs> Too late. It's already been undone. Okay, then. Right, we move on now to the killer question in the middle of the podcast. So if you could pick one console or platform um, and all the games within it from a certain period of time or whatever um what would you go with and why so you can pick one console and one kind of games that went on that console to play forever more what would you go with right i'll give you two answers here one for one that i would put in but then i'm going to yeah. change i know it's your podcast but i'm going to change the question up a little bit as well go on then. and tell you, you one that i'm not going to put in and okay no that's one fine. should ever play it yes. um so the one i would put in without a shadow of a doubt is a playstation 4 excellent because the thing is, with the graphics now are incredible. They to are the point of my missus thinks I'm watching football games when playing FIFA. Like, it's that <laughs> clear. Yeah, it and is. And I couldn't go back. I really couldn't go back. Like, I know these people that like to play retro games, like yourself on Twitch on a Tuesday. Yeah, yeah. But it just annoys me. Like watching people oh, like, oh, do, do oh I'm going to watch, watch, do... watch Lara Croft Tomb Raider, people playing it on YouTube. <laughs> And I watch it, and the pixels of the rock and... I mean, you can see the pixels. That's probably the worst bit. <laughs> oh, it's annoying. 
Um, do you not see? Do you not sort of see a little bit of charm with those kind of things? No, I no. think it's okay. stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Okay, so you t- you you pick the PS4, and which was the other one you definitely wouldn't pick? Oh, uh, without a shadow of a doubt, if I could burn it, a uh, Nintendo Wii. <laughs> oh, really? Okay. Oh my god. It's the it's the Jamie Oliver of uh, games consoles. <laughs> How come? Why? Because I understand the concept of it. Like, all right, we're going to try and get people into fitness and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But like, who wants to just play tennis all day? Um, and half the time, like when I would go for like, I'd go all out and I'd have the kit on, the sweatbands. Like, oh, I, I'd I can, dress like I can see it in my mind's eye now. Like Roger Federer uh, found out what KFC was. That's what I look like. Um, <laughs> so I'm playing, and then I'd go for like a forehand smash, and it do a backhand because I didn't like I twisted my wrist too much. Or and yes, then it's they like, did. Um, they did. They did. I remember the Wii, and I remember having it when pretty much when it new came out. I used to work at Argus at the time back in the day, and um, I remember when it came out. And and picking it up relatively soon afterwards, and, it, and it, it it was revolutionary for its time. Yeah, but I think now looking back at it now, it obviously was the precursor to many other things like VR stuff and some of the other bits and pieces you've got going on in gaming these days. But it was a bit ropey, the technology, to say the least. Yeah, see, I'm I'm going to go out VR and Xbox Connect and all that lot. Mm. They're all crap. Uh, VR, I've, I've, oh, I enjoy VR. VR's dumb. quite quite good. Oh, a bit weird, like, but good. Like, why would you want to play a game in VR? Like, it, <laughs> the reason I play games is so I can sit on my sofa. I don't want to feel like I'm in a haunted house. I suppose there is that element, isn't there? I mean, the, the, there are many I, gamers who just like the the effect of just being able to sit and chill and not have to think and literally just move two thumbs and a couple of index fingers and be done with that. Like, I'm not being funny. If the next few years Football Manager come out and I have to stand on the sideline. <laughs> like... FMVR. Oh, Miles, if you're listening, FMVR. Is it going to be a thing? Um, I, I, It could be hilarious. <laughs> Miles, if you are listening, what are you doing Don't... here? Go work on FM. <laughs> <laughs> FMVR, please. So you're not a fan of VR. Okay, right, okay. But I'm, not you, fan, you would... I'm not a fan of most things, mate. I, like, as much as of a joyful person I am, I, I am miserable at the same time. <laughs> It's fine, but we love you for some I remember, reason. So I remember a football game coming out on Xbox Connect, and I had an Xbox... Um, I think my mum won an Xbox in a raffle or something. Oh, right. So we got an Xbox 360, mm-hmm. uh, but I wasn't willing to pay for uh, membership at the time because PlayStation was free. Yes. Um, so mum bought a Connect, and it had a football game with it where you could, like... You wouldn't have. You don't have to wear any silly controllers. It's literally just you in a room, but then you stood still, kicking, putting your right leg. You were doing the can can basically. Yes. Like if anyone uh, looked I in your window, they'll think, "Jesus Christ, he's joining the circus in about ten weeks." Look at him, like <laughs> lifting his leg up that high. Oh wow, I remember that one. Brilliant. So, console you take with you is a PS4, and all the games within it. Fantastic choice. So, on to the next question that I asked you a couple of weeks back for you to ponder over. So, tell me about your favourite multiplayer game. Um, well, growing up, I wasn't really allowed any games age range-wise that weren't suited for me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, all my mates at school and all my cousins and everything, they were all playing like 18 games. So, they were playing um, GTA. Yeah. Um, like, I've never played uh, San Andreas in my life. 
Um, good game, to be fair. Very good game. Yeah, well, I think it's the it got voted like the best game of our generation or something. Um, <laughs> Not that you played it. <laughs> but I don't know. Um I I can go to San Antonio, but I'm not allowed to play a game where <laughs> I can go to San Andreas and shoot prostitutes and drug dealers and stuff. So um, I assume you're allowed to now. Babe, can I? No, <laughs> <laughs> no. But like, I think it got to a point where I was still at home. I only moved out last year, um, mm-hmm. and I just turned around to me. What was that? I'm 19 years old. I can buy what I want. <laughs> and when I bought my PS4, it came with uh, The Last of Us. Yes, I think I must have bought this mine at around the same time. It was kind of a package deal, wasn't it? Yeah. Oh my god, what a game! Um, I, that tell a lie, I did complete that. I see that I haven't. <laughs> That's the only game I've ever completed. That's on my list. Uh, oh mate, you've got to do it. It's absolutely incredible. It took me like my mates. It took them like ten hours, and they were like, "Oh, yeah. we've done it." It took me about six months. Like I yeah, had to crawl up. Taking it all in. I had to crawl up against some flower-faced person and try and kill them. <laughs> um, but yeah, they had an online mode, which it was very similar to Call of Duty because I've played that since. Yeah. Um, but that was brilliant. I love that. And because it was the first time I was <laughs> I was allowed to play uh, a game of that standard as well. So, so was it like an online story mode or a, like a... a- no, so it had your normal Royale, story or... mode, but then it had your Battle Royale online mode. Oh, wow, okay. And you had, to, you had to create, like, bombs made of, like, nails, and sh- you could shoot people. It was a lot smaller mm-hmm. of a map, and you had to hide and everything. I think it was dead good. Um, Brilliant. But that's only because... I've heard people slate that, and it didn't get good reviews. The online didn't. But because I think it was my first, it had some sort of charm to it. Yeah, brilliant, fantastic. So you played that with uh, your friends, I take it, and just yeah, online. I didn't have many, but yeah, uh, <laughs> I played it with them. <laughs> I find with games, you always end up with a kind of very uh, small group of, of friends who you end up gaming with, who you have similar interests with, and you know, you might have like you know, I suppose when you're younger, it's every night, every week, isn't it? You know, yeah, I think like that's that, so. And it's got. I've got to an age now where I haven't got many. I think that's why. Um, in with the on Twitter and stuff with all you yes. guys because um, my mates are now married and got kids. Um, I know they're all great. everyone grows up too fast. That's the problem. Yeah. So uh, other than you, Tom, you've managed to somehow managed to sneak your way to get married and having kids, but also now you can game as much as you want. This is an escape. That's all it is. <laughs> that's why. That's why I don't do YouTube anymore. I haven't got the time to edit. <laughs> okay. Oh, fantastic. What a great multiplayer game. So that's The Last of Us. Uh, the multiplayer, which I didn't really know existed, but I do now. Fantastic. Well, I, have to, I need to pick that up and, and complete the story mode again. Yes. That's one thing I've never done and really enjoyed. Okay, so the last of your picks then. This is the big one. So this is your all-time favourite game. Now, I can't you, give you an answer to this one. You gave you gave me two, and I'm hoping you're going to narrow it down. <laughs> uh, I really, really struggle. 
Does it have to be like a franchise or the actual game itself? Um, I will allow a franchise, he says, being lenient. <laughs> because if it's a franchise, I'd go with Football Manager. Mm-hmm. If it's a game, FIFA 14. Okay, so well, I'll, I'll, I'll let you, I'll, you... You can choose out of those two, because then we can talk about it. <laughs> uh, let's go with Football Manager, it's got to be. Hey, okay, so that's two and two for you and Mozart. fantastic. So... Tell me why. Why Why is Football Manager for you your all-time favourite game? It's a franchise, obviously, because from the uh, the layman's term of outside the, the you know, people don't play it, it's just the same. It's just a lot of little dots kicking the ball around the field. Uh, what someone else called it, I read on the internet. Um, it's just, you're just playing a spreadsheet sort of thing. Why? Tell me why. That That is why. It It's a completely <laughs> different kettle of fish. It's... Yep. You're not controlling the players. You don't get to do step overs. You you don't get to decide what happens. You get to lean towards what you want to happen. Mm-hmm. But it's it is the classic. It is a story. Um, yes. And they've made it such a clever way that you are in control of your story, but at the same time, no, you're not. Yes, I mean it's it's. We talked about this before. Personally, I think I talked about it the last time. It's perfectly customizable. You yeah. can go down any route you want to go. If you want to go and manage the biggest club in the world and try and make them more successful, you can. If you want to take a tiny little club all the way to the top, you can. You could do anything. And I think that its appeal is so broad in terms of that respect. It's fantastic. See, the way I've always looked at football manager, football managers like one of them game books you used to, where you know you'd have to turn to a different page. Yes, 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 I remember those. It, it reminds me of that, because it's like, right, um, you, ha- you have got a decision now. Do you sign for Palmer, or do you sign for, I don't know, Man City? Turn to yeah. page 64, then you turn and you'd be like, actually, no, I don't want to do that, I want to go back. Um, but it's very similar like that, where you go down this avenue, you're like, oh, for God's sake. Uh, I should have done the other one, but I'm in it now. Yep. But some of the storylines they come up with, uh, compared to what it used to be, because it used to just obviously be writing on a screen and it'd be like, you are now the manager of South End. Well done. Yep. <laughs> um, where it now has evolved it's... hugely from where its, where its where its origins were. And I love that you can write additional comments and stuff, and it's like, JC then went into expletives and said... Yeah. <laughs> um, this, 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 yes. <laughs> <laughs> But that's the thing, it is brilliant. And okay. it gets even better. People don't play it enough to notice that the more you play, the more the storylines get better. So the more that the real-life players retire, more storylines come into it. Yes, I mean, the, the real-life player retirement from playing and moving into the coaching side has always, for me, been quite amusing. And I remember back in the I think it's slightly better now in terms of the kind of the sporadicness of it. But when I played back in the days, it was probably on FM, maybe 09, 08, something like that. Um, when Didier Drogba, the uh, famous Chelsea striker, I think is probably retired by now, he retired and he became the uh, the assistant manager at Weymouth in the non-league. <laughs> and I, you just think, okay, that's a bit of a bit of a change, but no, that that is it, and it, it's it's something that keeps rewriting itself. And what we find, obviously, from content creators' side, it's very customizable, and you can mould it into how you want and make stories and, and everything out of it and, and that side of it's fantastic but I think the beauty of it is as well with being a content creator that FM helps yes. like 
I could have quite easily done a Mikelova save and just kept trying to get promotion after promotion after promotion. After one season, they sold the club to an American consortium. Wow. That was football manager, nothing to do with me. Yeah. Two seasons, the stadium was too small, so they moved me 10 miles away to Burton. Yep. Um, I've seen some people saves where every player in real life has retired so they can start messing around with it a bit more. So I think a player came out as gay. Yeah, that's that's very much in the game. Now, something else I've seen as well is that you can have your own son in the game. Your own, it, there's, a, there's a small chance that your son will appear in your own youth team. Yeah, I, I've never had it. I've um, not seen it either, but it sounds brilliant. <laughs> you used to have to pay for the chance for it to be in, but even if ah, you paid okay. for it... It still wasn't guaranteed. Okay. So you have to be a minimum age, and I'm sure the minimum age you can be is something like 48 or like 38 or something. Well, that would make sense, wouldn't it? I mean, you can't be like 21 and have a 17 year old son. Exactly. That's um, odd. That's, it's, yeah, there's so many different kind of things to it which make it fantastic. But I think, I think the son thing would be brilliant if it could be made a lot easier to do so. Um,. Because I, I think once I tried to do it and I kept doing my youth intake day and I must have re-saved it and saved it and reloaded about mm-hmm. 120 times. Yeah. And still no sun. There you go. I, I know the chance is pretty small of getting them to come through. Um, but yeah, well, fantastic. So tell me about your your greatest save you've had on Football Manager. Leighton Orient. Leighton Orient. FM sixteen. Okay, tell me about it because I was I was expecting the Michelover Sports answer, but I want to know about the Leighton Orient save. So, this was so we're talking about three years ago, mm-hmm. um, just before I met my partner. I'd come back from working in America, um, and couldn't find a job. Yeah. So I literally smashed out Football Manager. Um, I think I got to 50 years in or something. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd been relegated eight times with the club. Um, all the way up to the Premier League. I've been relegated eight times from the Premier League. But because I was such a club legend, they wouldn't get rid of me. And mm-hmm. all these players, I've never... Until I start doing content creation, I've never had a world-class regen either. Oh, wow. So it was always <laughs> terrible, terrible regens that I tried to get to stay up in the league and I think yep. it was like one of the first times that I hadn't given myself like two million pounds or anything like that from another club yeah so you didn't or kept resaving it wasn't just a, a, a story of when you took them from the bottom to the top and it was all the way it was actually a, a good battle a real fight yeah I think that I didn't because as you can see all the way through this I used to cheat quite a lot during games um, because <laughs> we I was terrible we younger <laughs> because I was terrible at them and I think yep. my first one I didn't do it was that one and the second one I didn't do it was Burton when they first got to the championship. Mm-hmm. So you probably talk. I think that was about the same. That was probably uh, FM seventeen. I'd say. Yeah, I was gonna say it's about that that time ago, wasn't it? Yeah, and I lost like my first like fifteen matches, but that's what was expected, and I really enjoyed it. Like I was getting battered every week, but I loved it. <laughs> like, now like, I've got a mate of mine who's in my series who uh, plays a role of. The Timmy Matlet. Yep. Um, which is ridiculous in <laughs> itself. Say that's a, a sentence to say there. <laughs> well, that's the thing. He, he can't actually show his face on screen because he's actually a very serious sports reporter. Um, 
<laughs> he works for one of the big ice hockey teams in the UK and also for um, a local club round here, so he can't actually put his face to it. Um, because Just I'm brilliant. sure I've made him make some ridiculous jokes. <laughs> but um, yeah, he plays football manager, but then quits and then restarts if he lose, loses, and he oh, still enjoys it. He's one of them. And I'm like, you're 28 years old, mate. Like, <laughs> yeah, that for me that would take some of the shine off. I mean, it's it's for me now learning. I'm the thing. The thing I noticed about football manager as well. And I can't remember if I said this with Moza is I'm learning every single time I play it as well. It's not just a game of you know like a game of FIFA where you go oh let's try and win some games oh this person's a bit better than me fair enough oh you know I've got a win out there I'm learning something about the tactics or about the training or about transfers or about the the status of the club all these things and a million others every single time I play the game yeah well it's I didn't realise till this year or like last couple in the the last year um, how much tactics actually mean on FM yep Um, like it makes no sense to me, no. um, but, but the amount of tournaments we've been in, yes. and I've been knocked out in the group stages and lost all three games in the group stages, yeah, because of how <laughs> serious. Like you read, like there's a lad called FM Grasshopper who writes quite a bit for Football Manager, yes, and he just goes into tactics and I'm like just manage the team, mate. Like yeah, there's fair a fr- play there's if a friend you want of to mine that. who does the same and in messages me every now and go, oh yeah, how are you feeling about your tactic or about your style, all this stuff, and I just sort of go, huh, huh, and sort of try and get kind of back onto a level when I'm understanding what I'm doing. But that's for me is part of the fun. I mean, I I enjoy football when I go to football. I know, you know, go and watch it in real life. I mean, I know kind of tactical styles, but the ins and outs of everything and how different player roles match together and stuff, it's crazy. Yeah, see, I I used to coach football as well, but that's where you always look at the side of things. I was more of a if I was a manager now, I'd be a I'd be a head coach. I wouldn't be a manager, mm. um, because it's more the side of what I used to do was I could tell you about training and I could tell you about like how I want you to move and yes, what position yes. I want you to play. But I couldn't like tell you like tactic knowledge of right. This is how they're, we're going to have this and yeah, this and this. this and is gonna, yeah, I know what you mean. I, I just used to go, look, lads, we're not very good. Just keep the ball <laughs> on the floor, the pitch is horrible, and just try and score more goals than they do. Yeah, that's that's the, under, and the underlying of it. And there, there needs to be more options in FM, I'd say, tongue-in-cheek, that score more goals. So what led you to doing YouTube with it then? Um, basically, me and the two other lads, as I've already explained who they are, um, we all used to play football manager and we'd just start talking about the save and stuff like that and I was really into mine and I was like my mate started watching Loki Doki yeah. and then showed it me and he turned around and as brilliant as Loki is and John's a lovely bloke mm. he's like you could do this and yes. I was like yeah but I'm not like IT wise as you well know oh, I'm God, yes. terrible Yes, like I don't know what things are <laughs> Um, graphically, I don't know how to do things. Editing-wise, I've only just learned how to put effects on my videos. But that's all the learning curve as well, isn't it? And that's the beauty of it. But I think that's the, I think that's why I enjoy doing that side more because it really is like I, the amount of people that want to show me how to do Photoshop. I can't do that. I've given up on Photoshop. <laughs> um, I just send it to Boo, and Boo does it for me. But um, like. I should have been an entertainer, is what everyone's said. Like the amount of comedy stuff I've wrote, obviously I used to singing in a band and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Um, 
to now I just sit in front of a camera and make a tit out of myself on the internet. Sorry, I shouldn't have used that word. It's fine. Um, we can we can cope with that one. It's good. Oh, that's all right then. <laughs> cope with this one. Uh, <laughs> no, but like just making uh, an idiot of myself on YouTube um, for what people enjoy. Perfect. Like I've had a comment today. Um, I'll just share this with you. Someone said, you are terrible at the game, but I love it. Yeah. And I'm like, uh, thanks for the backhander compliment. I was going to say, it's, um, a, it's accurate description. Um, like, what was the other one I've had today? Something like, they just comment on what what I do, like what what they think I should do. And mm. it's, it's brilliant. Like, I didn't realise, I've now got 500 subscribers on YouTube. Fantastic which achievement. Went, yeah, but I don't think people who do YouTube don't realise how much of a fantastic achievement that is. Oh, so, I like, think, you know. I told my mum the other day, I was like, I guess how many subscribers I'm on now? She's like, oh, you've got to be on like 20,000 now. And I'm like <laughs> looking at her like... No, 500, man, it's all good. <laughs> Mother, I'm on 500. And she's like, well, you can you can come back to mine when you're on 20,000. I'm like, I love you. And come and speak like, to no. you when you're famous. Fantastic. <laughs> okay, then, so... Football Manager, all-time favourite game. Two in two for that. What a fantastic choice. We've now got one more little question for, which is our roulette. Um, so I have some other little kind of sub-questions I'd like to ask. I spin the roulette, and uh, we ask one each week. Last time we asked Mozo his favourite psychic. And so your question for this week, I have pre-spun the roulette, and it is your favourite game visually. Your, the best-looking game you've ever played. The most visually stunning game you've played. We've, talked, you, we've covered it a little say- bit. Sorry, mate, when you say you spun the roulette wheel, have you actually got a wheel or have you just pretended? No, I'm, I'm random.org in it, you know. <laughs> right, okay. This Sorry, is the I internet. Don't, I, don't want, I, don't want to, I don't want to ruin the effect for people at home that think he's just sat there in a sparkly jacket. Um, it's, it, it's, uh, it's, it's podcasting, you don't need to, it's fine. <laughs> it's an illusion. So yeah, so tell me your uh, your favourite visually visual game then, the best game you've played that looks stunning. Uh, oh, wow, uh, that's been put on me. <laughs> um I'd probably have to go with... I'd, it'd have to be The Last of Us again, I think. Like, yeah, it, it is a gorgeously looking game, isn't it? Uh, yeah. Oh, do you know what was a good looking game as well? I can't remember what it's called. You Will. It was a terrible game. <laughs> but that game we played at Insomnia... Oh, that, that that zombie game that we've got that little sneak peek on. Yeah. Um, I can't yeah. remember what it was called. Nor can I. But I'll, I'll it was it such a terrible game... But it was beautifully looking like it looked like we were there. But I think The Last of Us, the, like the storyline, visually looking at it, it felt like you were in the game. Yeah. You don't need to put on a silly headset. It added effect into it, didn't it? And and things like that. It added effect, added drama, added um, ambience. It is, it's gorgeous. Absolutely gorgeous, that game. Oh, ambience is a big word for ambience. you, Tom. I know. It's a Sunday afternoon. It's fine. <laughs> So fantastic. Okay, wow, what a brilliant final choice then for off the roulette, the most visually stunning game JC has chosen. Uh The Last of Us. A double header for Last of Us in this as well. So that's it, JC. Thank you so much for coming on. Um we've got a little bit of time for plugs, so if you would like to plug your YouTube channel, please do that right now. Yeah, so if you want to come uh, support me and help me get to the thousands, so I'm currently jobless, so I'd like to get paid by YouTube. <laughs> So if you want to support that, come on over to YouTube. I'm ThatGuyJC. I'm also ThatGuyJC on Twitter. I don't really use anything else. I, I have got an Instagram, uh, but it's mainly just to watch Tom do his uh, monthly challenges, which he stopped doing. 
Uh, life got in the way, you know, mate. It's all good. Um, which I think he should restart doing because he didn't really do his month of sweat as he promised everyone on his Instagram. Uh, um, I, lost, I lost eight kilograms. That was good enough. I was happy. Yeah. With that. All right. <laughs> <laughs> you were meant to like read a book a month and everything. And, uh, uh, yeah. I'm waiting for the next instalment of it, Tom. Um, might be once a year. Who knows? <laughs> <Anyway>. <laughs> so fantastic. Thank you so much for coming on, JC. Um, it's been great to have you. Oh no, thanks. I've really enjoyed it. Brilliant. Well, thank you so much again to you guys for listening. Please rate us on iTunes or uh, Apple Podcasts, I think it's called now, um, and, and make a comment on there. And share as well with your friends. Um, obviously, the more ratings we get, the higher up the rankings will go, and the more people will listen. If you want to contact us, but my Twitter anyway is uh, at MrTomOxide2, uh, which where you can find me on there. And if you want to tweet us, we are uh. at OGamePod on Twitter. Give us a comment on there. Tell us how you're enjoying the podcast. And that'll be fantastic. But anyway, this is it for me. We shall leave you, and we will see you again very, very soon with another guest putting some games into the time capsule for the future gamers. So thank you, JC. Thank you very much for having me, mate. We'll see you again soon, so take care. Bye-bye.